another quack cast on a hot summer day in the great Pacific Northwest, sitting on my front porch where there'll be some background noise. This is brought to you by Pussware LLC, where you can find my growing multimedia empire at edgydoc.com. This is the quack cast, a review of supplements, complementary and alternative medicine, also known as scams. This one is called dry needling. What is dry needling? Well, there is its yin, wet needling, which is the use of hollow bore needles to inject, well, wet things, steroids, anesthetics, etc. Contrast to the yang that is dry needling, which in its original manifestation used small hypodermic needles placed directly into trigger points, but which now often use thin monofilament slash filiform needles, not acupuncture needles, oh no, it's a filiform needle, placed in the various soft tissue, primarily to treat chronic pain such as myofascial pain syndromes, and isn't acupuncture, no it isn't, it may look like acupuncture, but really it's not. You'll see why I said this later. Dry needling has nothing to do with key and meridians and acupoints and the rest of the fantastical underpinnings of traditional Chinese pseudomedicine with its tongue and pulse diagnosis. Nor is dry needling used for every human ailment. Nope, because it's not acupuncture. No siree, Bob, it's dry needling. Although that presupposes that there is a single form of acupuncture of which dry needling is not, but as has been noted in the past, there are as likely as many forms of acupuncture as there are acupuncturists, so dry needling is not unlike the multitudinous forms of one of the acupunctures. Since dry needling isn't acupuncture, oh no, it's not, it's not acupuncture. How does it work? Well, in correctly done dry needling, a needle is placed into a myofascial trigger point, causing a local twitch response, LTR, also known as muscle contracture, which activates endogenous opioids, which is not how acupuncture is supposed to relieve pain. Totally different mechanism. Other mechanisms by which dry needling is alleged to work include, quote, mechanical disruption of the integrity of dysfunctional implates, alterations in the length and tension of muscle fibers, and stimulation of mechanical receptors, increased muscle blood flow and oxygenation, and endogenous opioid release affecting peripheral and central sensitization, among others. Proposed mechanisms, mind you. They don't really know the mechanism of action. Not at all like the foundations of acupuncture, where, quote, Modern research into acupuncture, the potential therapeutic mechanisms of acupuncture, have been explored and include Pavlovian conditioned reflexes, nerve segment theory, gait theory, somatoautonomic nerve reflexes, and others. Dry needling is among others, where acupuncture is and others. Big difference. Presuming an efficacy, dry needlers keep looking for anatomic and physiologic correlates to back up their clinical practice, and they do find a variety of structures and associations, although, quote, the lack of anatomical information about these structures constitutes a major obstacle to obtaining a complete understanding of the pathophysiology and widespread clinical treatment of MTRP. I sense they are finding what they want to find, which is not at all like acupuncture's. Does dry needling work? I mean, you are putting needles into people. As always, it depends on who you ask and for what purpose. One meta-analysis suggests that, quote, 
DN was less effective on decreasing pain comparing to the placebo group. Other treatments were more effective than dry needling on reducing pain after three to four weeks. I think that is a first for a meta-analysis of a pseudo-medicine. It actually was worse than the placebo. Another suggests, quote, dry needling is effective in reducing pain associated with lower quarter trigger points in the short term. However, the findings suggest that dry needling does not have a positive effect on function, quality of life, depression, range of motion, or strength. And it is not as effective as wet needling, a.k.a. lidocaine, a topical anesthetic. Quote, dry needling can be recommended for relieving MTRP pain in neck and shoulders in the short and medium term, but wet needling is found to be more effective than dry needling in relieving pain in neck and shoulders in the medium term. Others are more optimistic, finding, quote, strong evidence for dry needling to have a positive effect on pain intensity. Reading through the literature is not at all like the acupuncture literature. The dry needling literature is a hodgepodge of studies with a variety of methodologies with variable results. Oh no, not at all like acupuncture. So it's acupuncture, right? Dry needlers are adamant that dry needling is not acupuncture. Although acupuncturists are just as adamant that it is and keep trying to draw dry needlers back into the fold, acting the goody two-shoes of looking out for patient welfare. But really, given the innumerable forms of acupuncture, it is safe to say that for all practical purposes, dry needling is yet another form of acupunctures, and likely just as ineffective outside of a strong placebo response. Dry needlers have simply abandoned 2,000 years of nonsensical baggage that accompanies the acupunctures and have added a duck's breath of science and modernity to their placebo. I also suspect that dry needling is at somewhat of a disadvantage when compared to the acupuncturists. Acupuncturists have the whole mystique of Eastern medicine on their side to help with their theatrical placebo. Although I can't find any head-to-head comparisons, I suspect dry needling would lose out. Dry needlers just have trigger points, a concept that, upon review, comes across as only slightly more believable than key and meridians. Although I have to admit, as best I can tell, my wife sure as hell has trigger points as defined in her trapezius, and she has never ever used the term. But the real reason that dry needling is not acupuncture is turf wars, since dry needling is the, quote, number one threat to the existence of the acupuncture profession, end quote. Unfortunately, that's not science-based medicine. It is quite amusing to see how upset acupuncturists are getting their meridians twisted into a knot over physical therapists taking their business, and how acupuncturists want to protect the public's health, safety, welfare, and to stop all insufficiently trained and unlicensed practitioner from unsafe acupuncture. When, from my perspective, there are no sufficiently trained acupuncturists who practice safely. Extended training in nonsense doesn't make for better nonsense. Quote, it is our, acupuncturists, professional duty to change the message that a weekend seminar is comparable to more than 700 hours of clinically supervised training obtained by an LAC. And I would agree. Two days of education on pseudomedicine is not the same as three months of education on pseudomedicine. 
In this, the principles of homeopathy are probably valid. Less is better. If you are practicing the pseudo-medicine of acupunctures, then you have to have gone through education and training of an acupuncturist, which is 99.9% .9 nonsense and are subject to state licensing and oversight. If dry needling is not acupuncture, then a PT or a DC or an MD or whoever is free of those onerous state requirements and can needle without worry of acupuncture boards and regulations. There have been lawsuits in a variety of states to try and prevent physical therapists from offering dry needling, saying dry needling is acupuncture and beyond their scope of practice. Physical therapists beg to differ. Me? I would take a PT over an acupuncturist any day. They are not trained in the nonsense of key and meridians and the somewhat more plausible trigger point as a guiding clinical principle. PTs are grounded usually in reality-based medicine, and I want my pseudo-medicine with a modern patina. PTs are not going to needle for fertility, blindness, schizophrenia, and more. Or so I would hope. And I suspect we will never see the equivalent of a case of perforating injury of eyeball and traumatic cataract caused by acupuncture from a dry needler. At least I would sure hope so. But more importantly, as often as not, practitioners of dry needling use gloves during their needling, at least what I can tell from pictures on the internet, which is virtually never seen in the practice of acupuncture. Give me good infection control for my pseudo-medical practice any day. And that ends the 192nd QuackCast. Wander on over to edgydoc.com for links to my growing multimedia empire. Thanks for listening. Bye.